Warning, Money's Crazy Mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. What's going on, everybody? Lee, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call the Ghostbusters because they ain't control motherfucking money. Back with you yet again, the return of the audio dump. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to apologize right now. You know, there haven't been any audio dumps in a while, and I apologize. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the personal, and, uh, you know, it's just kind of caused me to not really be able to do uh, the audio dumps for a little bit. But here we go. We're back with them again. Um, you know, I want to thank everybody who's been checking out the show. The views are are absolutely insane right now for the show. Um, you know, over the past couple of weeks, I've done a couple of episodes. I know they're not up in the archive just yet. I'm going to get them there. Please just bear with me for a little bit longer. I will get them all up. Uh, but yeah. You know, we uh, we talked about uh, the history of the band Metallica um, and, uh, you know, I mean, what can you say? I mean, it, it was a look back at the career of Metallica. I mean, you know, we're going on 40 years of Metallica. There's not really you, you can't really, you know, I mean, I, I gave my personal opinion on some of their albums, on some of their songs and stuff like that and kind of shared a personal story about St. Anger. Uh, there about the album as well, but you know, and then after that, I had to take a break uh, for a week. We had a death in the family, and um, it was it was family time. You know, uh, family is way more important than a podcast will ever be. And if anybody says anything differently, then I question their dedication and where their dedications lie. I will say. Uh, but then uh, you know, came back and. I was going to do a breakdown of Stranger Things. Maybe I'll just make that an audio dump. I don't know if I want to do a whole episode on that. I mean, you know, Stranger Things is out. It's been out. You know, I kind of wanted to do it right after those two final episodes of season four aired. Uh, But, you know, life, you know, life happened and other stuff took precedent. But when we came back, we uh, talked about the the documentary on Netflix that had kind of blown up during that week when I had to uh, take a week away. Uh, Girl in the Picture. And, 
Um, you know, uh, great documentary, great documentary. I, I, I'm just sitting there and I, you know, I would, it started very slow, but then started picking up. Um, and the one thing that I kind of found interesting about it was that it didn't really talk much about the perpetrator. It was all about the victim and you know, how the perpetrator definitely infiltrated the victim's life in many, many, many different ways. So. Um, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to glorify or, you know, glamorize the perpetrator in this, but I wanted to know more about him and wanted to know if anything like this had been in his past. So, you know, dug deep into the bowels of, you know, uh, scumbag USA on the internet and found out all the information about the guy. And yeah, you know, there was some shit there, man. You know, uh, and then just this past week, and this is kind of when, um, a lot of personal healing and, you know, kind of some, I call it my bullshit, um, had been coming from over the past couple of weeks. Um, you know, I had, uh, a narcissism abuse counselor on the show by the name of Jess Stanley, um, great episode. She's a YouTube content, uh, creator, and she talks all about her struggles with dealing with, uh, uh, several people in her life that suffer from narcissistic personality disorder and how it shaped her into the person that she is today. And Jess was really awesome. It was her first time ever appearing on a podcast and she did awesome. And, um, Jess, I know we talked off air a lot about this, but um, to answer the question that you asked me off air after the show, yes, we'll talk. Um, so stay tuned for what that means. Ding, ding, ding. Um, but no, Jess was great and definitely helped me get through a lot of my crap. Um, I know I had posted in a previous audio dump that maybe one day I'll ever I'll finally talk about uh, the ex-girlfriend that, um, you know, changed me for the worst in a lot of ways, watch that episode and you'll find out exactly what I was talking about. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, so we're going to, we're moving on, you know, now the, the, my bullshit is out of the way and we are moving on. And just this past week, one of my all time favorite bands had a brand new documentary drop about them. No, not Metallica. Uh, and this is a band that I haven't listened to any new music from since 2014, when one of their founding members, frontman and singer, um, passed away. And, you know, uh, he didn't die of anything good either. You know, I'll put it that way, but. You know, and again, I'm not glorifying people that make stupid decisions in life, but when you're the front man of a band that's been around since 1985 and you've been the only person to ever be the singer for that band, it's kind of hard to sit there and go, mm, do I really want to try to listen to this band without that man singing? And that was kind of where I was at with it, you know? Uh... You know, but I watched the documentary. I actually got to, uh, I, I got a sneak peek of it. 
Um, I got to watch it before it officially aired on Shudder, and it's a Shudder exclusive, so anybody that's out there with Shudder, I suggest you check this docu- documentary out. Blah, I can talk. Uh, but the name of the documentary is This Is Guar. Uh, Guar is probably one of the most unique bands on the planet. They were one of the first bands to ever really do like a costume thing. I mean, Kiss had the face paint and they had the weird getup and everything like that, but Guar took it to another level. And I don't think in today's world that bands like Mushroom Head and Slipknot and even to some extent Ghost would exist without Guar. Or even Kiss, for that matter. I mean, even the insane clown posse sits there and says, yeah, you know, we stole the face paint thing from Kiss. Uh, You know, so, but that, you know, Guar is just, they've been a very theatrical band ever since they first started. And this documentary was very revealing in a lot of the, the origin of Guar that maybe some people don't know. I mean, obviously, you don't see like an actual like history of the band on their website because they stick with that mythos of the characters, not the people behind the character. And when Dave Brocky, the man behind Odorous Urungus, died in 2014, I said, I'm not listening to any more Guar. They will not be Guar without Odorous Urungus. And I stuck to that until just this past week. And... I was watching the documentary, and near the end of the film, uh, the new singer, the Berserker Blothar, was recently summoned from the Scumdog's decent pass. This behemoth has taken on the mantle of Guar's new lead singer, um, and he's singing a song uh, talking about how he can still feel uh, your phantom limb, or still feel you like a phantom limb. And I just went, ooh, that's that's deep. So I went back and uh, the the album uh, War of the Gods, which was the first one that came out post Odorous Urungus, was available on Amazon Music. I listened to it, got to hear the whole song of Phantom Limb, and I'm like, damn it. This band is still fucking good. So, uh, you know, made me made me believe in guar again so this friday night in the asylum we are going to be talking all about the documentary and the true history behind guar we will actually talk about the mythos part of it as well um but this documentary had a lot a lot a lot of very interesting information And I think uh, Guar fans that maybe may not have the opportunity to watch the documentary because of how it's available will get a will have a good time checking this out. So if you guys are fans of the band Guar or you're fans of just documentaries, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely do not miss the show this Friday night, eight to ten p.m. exclusively on Redline Radio LLC. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, we're I'm just. You know, I'm actually going to watch the documentary again as soon as I finish this because I want to make sure that I have all my quack quacks in a row and that they're not chilling in the back of a cop car just like, hey, man, what the fuck we do? 
That was a meme I saw today. But uh, Thursday night, the night before we go live on Money's Crazy Mind, Money's Crazy Soundtrack is back as well. Um, after this little hiatus I had to take uh, because of the death in the family and all of that. And we are doing all guar. And I'm actually giving everybody an extra half hour this week so we can fit in as much guar as possible. And it is all the Dave Brocky years. So we're talking hello, scum dogs of the universe, you know, all the way through Battle Maximus. And there, I'm actually going to play quite a bit of the album of War Party because I think that that's when Guar finally dis- rediscovered themselves and went into what made them so popular and what made people just go, yo, man, this band is fucking sick. Because there were quite a few years there where Guar was just kind of like doing whatever the fuck they wanted and they got away from, you know, songs like Sick of You and, um, you know, uh, Black and, I can't even remember the name of the song, but Black and Huge, that's what it is. You know, uh, stuff that was on Scum Dogs of the Universe. And, and in the documentary, there's even a line where they're like, yeah, Hello sucked and we know it sucked. And then Scum Dogs of the Universe came out a year later and it was like a completely different album. Um. But I mean, I you know I like Hello. I I, I love Scum Dogs of the Universe. You know, there's a lot of good stuff by Guar. But you know, for a little bit there, they kind of just got away from what made them Guar, what made people like them, and what made people sit there and go, "Yo, this band has got something," and just had to go <coughs> had to go back and find themselves. And they did that with War Party. But, you know, I mean, even in those shitty years of Guar, we're going to be playing some of it because, you know, even in, in, in a band's worst album, Metallica, there is some good stuff there. And I get a lot of shit for liking St. Anger, but that's one album. Whereas Guar had probably six or seven that were just like, what the fuck is this? Uh, you know, but we'll talk about their movies uh, that they made, um, you know, Phallus and Wonderland and kind of how that whole story came to be. Um, even uh, Skullhead Face, you know, all of it. You know, we, we we're going to tackle every piece of Guar's history Friday night and Thursday night. Don't miss the day Brocky era of Guar. Uh, to me some of the best stuff that that band has ever done. Not to say that the new stuff isn't good because the new stuff is good. Uh, but there's just something about those Dave Brocky albums that just make you go, damn, man, this band is amazing. So we'll get into the, all of that Thursday night, 10 p.m. exclusively on RedlineRadioLLC.com. Make sure you're there if you're a fan of Guar. Or if you've never heard Guar before, before I can talk today, and want to check them out, you know this is a perfect stepping stone into some of what Guar is. And uh, in the very near future, as part of Money's Crazy Soundtrack, we're actually going to do a kick-ass albums as well. It's going to be a bonus episode of money's crazy soundtrack. I'm still thinking kind of in my head of where I want to do that. 
But um, all right, here we go. I, I finally was able to pull up the Guar discography. Um, and, uh, you know, so Scum Dogs of the Universe we talked about. America Must Be Destroyed. Great. The Row Behind is kind of a single. Then they do their first live album. This Toilet Earth is good. Ragnarok is where they start to get into, like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Uh, Carnival of Chaos, We Kill Everything, Slaves Going Single, and uh, You Are All Worthless and Weak. That's kind of like the the bad era of what is going on here with Guar. Um, and You Are All Worthless and Weak is actually another live album. Um, but then, like I said, Violence, Violence Has Arrived is kind of still in that weird, like, what the hell is going on here? Let There Be Guar. Um, I, I believe that that's another live album. And then here we go, War Party, and then Live from Mount Fuji, Beyond Hell, Lust in Space, Bloody Pit of Horror, and Battle Maximus is all where Guar got back into that sound that made them famous. So you're getting songs from Hello, Scum Dogs of the Universe, America Must Be Destroyed, This Toilet Earth, Ragnarok, Carnival of Chaos, We Kill Everything, Slaves Going Single, Violence Has Arrived, War Party, Beyond Hell, Lust in Space, Bloody Pit of Horror, and Battle Maximus. All of that is going to be included on Money's Crazy Soundtrack this week. But like I said, we are going to do a kick-ass albums for War Party as soon as I figure out how and when I want to do it. Um, you know, I want to kind of do it as like an extra as opposed to, you know, taking up a whole two hour slot, uh, you know, of money's crazy soundtrack, you know, uh, so I'll do it as like an extra and just be like, you know, Hey, you know, I'm presenting this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, stay tuned Friday night. I'll announce it Friday night of when that's going to be, but yeah, you know, so that's, what's coming up this week on money's crazy mind and money's crazy soundtrack. Um, you know, Guar's just a fun band. And if you ever watched uh, Viva La Bam, you saw some moments with, uh, they did an episode where Guar was on there. Uh, Guar actually appeared on an episode of Jerry Springer. They appeared on an episode of uh, the Joan, Joan Rivers show. Um, Odorous Urungus actually became a regular on a show that used to be on Fox News called Red Eye with Greg Gu- uh, Gutfeld. And um, he was their interplanetary correspondent. And, uh, you know, he he was very funny on there. I actually just went back and watched um, all of his appearances on there. Um, and at the end of Money's Crazy Soundtrack, you're actually going to hear a small snippet from one of those episodes. A very small snippet. But um, I felt it was appropriate to end the show with. I'll say it like that. Uh, and even on the new show, Gutfeld, hosted by the same person, um, uh, the Berserker Blothar um, has been making some appearances. So, uh, you know, kudos to Greg for keeping Guar in that vein, you know, even though Odorous is no longer with us. But, but all right, yeah, thanks, to everybody, for checking out this audio dump this week. Uh, the dumps are back. I'm going to try to do a post-show one as well. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully I, I hear everybody in the comments Friday night when we go live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, um, you know, any place that you find 
uh, Redline Radio LLC's content. We're there and we're live. So uh, thanks, everybody, for checking out this audio dump. And I just got a notification that something on Redline Radio went live, so I'm going to go check it out. All right, everybody, we will be back Friday night in the Asylum for Money's Crazy Mind talking all about the new documentary, This is as Dave Brocky would say. Until then, have a week. Money's Crazy Mind is a proud Redline Media Group and nameless, faceless production. That's all, folks.